It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's not impossible for Sam Howell to throw for 3,600 yards and 25 touchdowns, but if he does, it'll put him in company with greatness and some goodness. That and more on today's episode of Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome into your Tuesday episode of Locked On Commanders, the daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much for making Locked On Commanders your first listen of the day every day. And don't forget that you can subscribe for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And you continue the conversation by becoming a Locked On Commanders insider just by going to jointsubtext.com slash Locked On Commanders, where you can get text messages from me during practices, press conferences, like the one that we had Tuesday with Ron Rivera, and especially on game days. We'll be doing some deep dives as well on some data, and we'll be doing some film studies as well in the near future. So come on through to catch all of the good stuff going on. And, of course, the current subtexters, current insiders, I appreciate you all for your support. And you get to talk football one-on-one with me, your host, David Harrison, D. Harrison, 82 on Twitter, credential member of the media, covering the Washington Commanders for CommanderCountry.com. Part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. And I'm here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers. And as always, I appreciate your continued support for the program. This episode of Locked On Commanders brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL or just enter the promo code locked on NFL at your purchase and you'll get a free water bottle with any order. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. And on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, we are going to discuss what game week looks like from a player media perspective, right? I'm not in the locker room, so I can't tell you completely, but I can tell you what the schedule looks like and what the coaching changes that were announced on Tuesday morning really mean. But first, what is a possible and impossible mark for quarterback Sam Howell to hit in his first year as the starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders? That was a question posed to me by Jay on YouTube just the other night who asked, is 3,600 yards passing for Sam Howell and 25 touchdowns in one season impossible that's the question that jay asked and i would say in general no it's not impossible that's fully possible in his first year as the starter of the washington commanders that's where this thing gets a little bit tricky right and i think that's where jay is coming from so i want to flesh out that part of this conversation can sam Howell? is it reasonable to expect is it possible to expect or is it impossible for sam Howell to hit 3600 yards and 25 touchdowns in his first season really leading this team and i think if you look at the data. You look at the numbers, and, and you guys know I like my math. I like my numbers. Um, if you look at Sam Howell, like he's a rookie, right? Some people have said they're basically starting a rookie because he only had the one start last year, didn't get a lot of burn. He was a backup for a few games, but didn't get in the game, uh, didn't get you know the number one reps until the last week of the regular season, all this stuff. So a lot of people are kind of looking at Sam Howell like he's basically a rookie. And you couple it, you know, usually a second-year quarterback that didn't get a lot of action the year before. You can at least say, well, it's the second year in the system. But even with EB coming in, you can't even say it's Sam Howell's second year in the same system. Two years, two offensive coordinators, two different systems that he's had to learn, right? So some people are looking at Sam Howell as a rookie. If you do, then in NFL history, we're talking about three rookie quarterbacks 
who have hit that mark. 3,600 yards passing, 25 touchdowns. In the entire history of the National Football League, three rookie quarterbacks have done it. Those quarterbacks are Justin Herbert of the Los Angeles Chargers, Peyton Manning, then of the Indianapolis Colts, now retired in the Hall of Fame uh, and with ESPN, and Baker Mayfield, then with the Cleveland Browns after being the number one overall pick. What do they all have in common? Well, obviously, extremely high draft picks, right? First round, all of them. Some first, some first overall picks, some very high picks regardless. Uh, in his rookie season, Justin Herbert threw for 4,336 yards and had 31 touchdowns. That's good numbers. Uh, Peyton Manning threw for 3,739 yards and 26 touchdowns. Uh, I think he also had like 28 interceptions or something. Uh, Baker Mayfield also threw for 3,725 yards and 27 touchdowns. So those are your three rookie quarterbacks, according to stathead.com. Uh, from pro football reference, those are your three rookie quarterbacks who have hit that mark. So if Sam Howell does it, he would obviously be in company with an all-time great Hall of Famer, Peyton Manning, one guy who looks pretty good so far, Justin Herbert, and one guy in Baker Mayfield who is playing for his fourth team in two years. So uh, a wide berth, a, a wide amount uh, of talent going on uh, in that company. So quite the mixed bag there, right? The good news is all of those guys, relatively speaking, have come in the modern NFL game. Peyton Manning was a little bit earlier in the whole thing, but even for Peyton, more modern than, say, like an autogram, uh, someone like that, right? So that's the good news, right? So at least the three who have done it all did it, relatively speaking, in the game or in the style of game that uh, that Sam Howell is going to be playing in. So that gives them a higher chance. But when you look at anything and say three guys have done it in the entire history of the NFL, obviously you don't give them the greatest numbers. But the reality of it is Sam Howell's not a rookie. And even though he's only had this offseason, this preseason in Eric Bienmi's system, he has still had a year in the National Football League. He's seen how NFL quarterbacks get ready. He's had time to study Carson Wentz, study Taylor Heineke, study Jake Fromm, have quarterback coaches in the NFL. You know what I mean? Look around, talk to other guys. And that's valuable. Even if it's not the same language, the same scheme, the same system, that's very valuable. And I think that when you look at this new scheme, what Eric Bieniemy is doing with this offense fits Sam Howell better than what Scott Turner was doing with his offense. Even though uh, Sam wasn't getting burned in Scott Turner's offense, I can tell you just from seeing it, and I think you all just from seeing Sam this preseason and seeing Sam last year, even though he did relatively well in his one start with Scott Turner, this Eric Bieniemy offense, and we've only scratched the surface on what the Eric Bieniemy offense is really going to be, is better suited for what Sam Howell does as an NFL quarterback. So he's a second year quarterback. If you look at second year quarterbacks on this list, the list of, of quarterbacks who have thrown 29 or 25 or more touchdowns in their second year in the NFL grows to 29. So we go from three who have thrown that amount of touchdowns uh, and yards to 29 who have at least hit the touchdown threshold, right? 21 of those 29 quarterbacks also threw for 360 yards. So we go from three total to 21 total. We literally multiply the people who have done this in their second year by seven. Uh, the most recent just happened last year. Trevor Lawrence in 2022 threw for 4,113 yards and 25 touchdowns. Exactly. So is it possible? Yes, it's obviously possible. Trevor Lawrence just did it. And his primary receiver was Christian Kirk. I would say that Sam Howell's got better weapons now. Offensive line to offensive line. I don't know much about the Jags, so I can't tell you there. But certainly uh, something to look for that Sam Howell can replicate, right? If you look at Lawrence's 2022 season, you break it down. He had four games throwing over 300 yards. That's not a lot. Four games throwing over 250 yards. Again, not a lot. Five games with less than 200 yards. So more, if you break it down to that trio, more of his games, he threw less than 200 yards than he did over. But eight games, he threw for 250 or more. So half his games, he threw for 250 or more. And he well exceeded the 3,600-yard mark. 
Uh, if you play all 17 games, uh, uh, which uh, Trevor Lawrence did, it was 242 yards per game. But we're only talking about 3,600. We're not talking about 4,100. If Sam Howell needs to hit 3,600 yards minimum, that's 212 yards per game. So if you go eight games, 250 plus yards, that means you don't even need to hit 212 in your last eight games, really, uh, to hit that number. Touchdown-wise, Trevor Lawrence had one four-touchdown game. Good news there, came against the Dallas Cowboys. Trevor Lawrence can do it. Well, I can't say how to do it, right? I'm not saying he will. Then he could. Uh, Trevor had three three-touchdown games, three two-touchdown games, six one-touchdown games, but he also had four games without a touchdown. For Sam Howell to hit 25 touchdowns in 17 games, one and a half per game. So every time he throws two, that's a whole game. He doesn't even need to throw one, and he's still on pace. If he throws more than two, even better. So you figure he's got to start, Sam Howell does, at least 15 games, if not more, to have a re- reasonable shot at hitting this number right. So according to Stathead, 67 second-year quarterbacks in the history of the NFL have started at least 15 games within a, se- a season, their second season. And again, 29 of them hitting the mark uh, that we're talking about here. That's a 43% average or number 43% of the second year quarterbacks that started at least 15 games hit that number line, 3,600 yards, 25 touchdowns. So assuming Sam Howell starts at least 15 games, uh, the math says he's got a 43% chance of hitting these numbers. Pretty good numbers. You tell me, uh, hopefully that answers the question. Well, moving on, no practice on Tuesday, but we did have a press conference with coach Ron Rivera and some news and the mailbag users talked about that news and asked some questions about that news. So we'll get into that and what the four coaching staff changes mean coming up next on today's episode of Lockdown Commanders, part of Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode of Lockdown Commanders is brought to you by Bird Dogs, whose stretched khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. And Bird Dogs achieves this by using cloud knit fabric that they literally invented for their product line. It looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Best part is bird dogs are functional for any occasion. I've worn bird dogs to training camp, to dinner, to the pool, lazing around the house on a rare day off. And I wear my favorite pair of bird dogs joggers religiously when I travel for road games because they don't look lazy, but they're also very comfortable, especially on trips from the East Coast to the West Coast back to the East Coast. Uh, They keep me cool. They keep me comfortable during the entire trip. And of course, every day is already know I take this handy dandy bird dogs tumbler with me everywhere I go. Just had it in Ashburn today to talk to coach Rivera, had it on the drive home. Now I've got a refilled sitting here on my desk with me while we do this mailbag episode. If you miss the tumbler, I hope it'll be back someday for you. But right now, if you go to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL or use the promo code locked on NFL at checkout, you'll get a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. I'm anxiously awaiting the arrival of mine. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NFL for a free water bottle at checkout. You'll take that everywhere with you and you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Thanks again for making a lockdown to manage first listen or view today and every day. And every day is greatly appreciate you coming through consistently like you do, especially on Mailbag Tuesday episodes. We opened up the mailbag for the first time this regular season. And some of the first questions, one of the first questions came in through YouTube. Well, we got two more uh, through subtext through my Locked On Commanders Insiders. 
uh, they asked about the coaching changes that happened on Tuesday. One of the questions specifically, why so close to the regular season? Well, I will tell you this. The coaching changes that were announced on Tuesday have been in place functionally since the beginning of rookie minicamp. Rookie minicamp, OTAs, mandatory minicamp, training camp. These coaching changes have been happening from an organizational standpoint since before that, probably even, uh, to be quite honest with you. I think going back to the senior bowl, I think we knew Travell Wharton was going to be the offensive line coach. Okay. So there's no, there's no reason to think like, man, you know, they're doing the shuffling right before the regular season. It could mess things up. And I get the, the, the instinct, right. To go there. It's not your job to pay attention every single day to what these assistant coaches are doing. It's my job and it's my job to tell you. So I'm telling you these coaches have already been doing these jobs uh, for, for a while now. So this isn't new for a day-to-day basis. Like these guys go to work on Wednesday they're doing the same thing they've been doing since, you know, early July, June, even uh, from a preparation standpoint. So really what this is about is why this is just now becoming official is the ownership change, right? Dan Snyder was not going to cut new checks for new coaches, signing new contracts and whatever, if they got any bonuses or anything like that, or pay raise, Dan Snyder was not about to pay that. So you had to wait till the ownership change happened. Then you got to let Josh Harris and the group, you know, they got to do their press conferences, make their tours, show up to training camp, go shake hands on Monday night football. Like they got to do all these things. You know what I mean? And just let them get in the organization. Let them get a feel for what they just bought. Let them look at the books. Let them look at the contracts, the money, all this stuff. Right. Uh, agree to some new deals, you know, Bud Light back in the stadium, Verizon, you know, back in, back in charge of the communications, all kinds of good stuff going on. Then we'll get to taking care of these guys. And all along, I'm sure the coach Rivera, Jason, Wright, All these guys have been telling these coaches, look, you will be taken care of. And these coaches have confidence in Jason Wright and in Coach Rivera to make sure that they are indeed taken care of. Uh, and I'm sure whatever these compensation packages are, they either got back paid or they will get back paid or maybe a check was cut right there at the table. I don't know. I'm not going to get in their pockets, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure they got taken care of. So what does it really mean? Right. Well, for those of you who don't know, uh, don't know the news. Right. Juan Castillo. Uh, has been moved to run game coordinator, promoted to run game coordinator. Randy Jordan, running backs coach, is now the senior offensive assistant and running backs coach. So still the running backs coach, but also adding senior offensive assistant title uh, to his name. Travell Wharton has officially been promoted to the offensive line coach. Uh, Also, Todd Storm is now officially the tight ends coach. So Juan Castillo has been on this staff uh, for a little bit now. Now he's a run game coordinator. Second season here with Washington before arriving to Washington to help Ron Rivera and his staff. Uh, Coach Coach Juan coached with Chicago Bears, Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens, and Philadelphia Eagles. And with the Eagles is where he met Coach Rivera. They both worked on the Eagles staff from 99 to 2003. Coach Juan was there longer, but that's when Rivera was there as a linebackers coach. Uh, That's where their history goes back. And Coach Casillo has experience as an offensive line coach, running backs coach, and a run game coordinator specifically. He was a run game coordinator in 2017 and 18 with the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills finished sixth in the National Football League that season and second in the AFC with 126.1 yards per game in 2017. Would love to see that kind of production from the Washington Commanders running game. Uh, Coach Juan was also the run game coordinator in 2013 with the Baltimore Ravens, and he coached the O-line this year. He's coached the O-line at pretty much every stop, I think, but he coached the O-line specifically this season during training camp, during the the run-up while Travell Wharton was out recovering from back surgery. So a lot of the improvement you saw from early camp to the end of camp with the offensive line, that's coach Juan uh, teaching and also getting into those guys as they need them. So that's coach Juan Castillo, coach Randy Jordan. Uh, he's been the running backs coach in Washington. This is his 10th year coaching on the Washington staff. So he predates Ron Rivera. He predates almost 
everybody, right? Uh, but this year, he's also going to add the senior offensive assistant tag. Uh, played in the NFL from 93 to 2002 with the Raiders and the Jaguars. Before Washington, he was a running back coach at North Carolina. So I'm sure that Sam Howell and Deami Brown and, and Coach Jordan have a lot of conversations about that. And his coaching career started with the Raiders as a special teams assistant uh, during the 2003 season. So that is your new offensive assistant, senior offensive assist, assistant and running backs coach. Uh, officially your offensive line coach now, Travell Wharton, fourth season coaching in Washington, first season as the official offensive line coach, the full-time offensive line coach, assistant offensive line coach in 2020, from 2020 to 2021 uh, and 2022. Formerly coached the Carolina Panthers, assisting then running game coordinator John Matsko. You might remember that name because he was in Washington. And Coach Wharton's coaching debut was made in 2015 with South Carolina after playing 10 years in the NFL uh, between the Carolina Panthers and the Cincinnati Bengals. So Coach Wharton, and he is back from his back surgery. Uh, I saw him for the first time last week uh, specifically, but he's back and then hopefully feeling pretty good. Todd Storm gets promoted to the tight end coach. It's his fourth year here in Washington this season, his first year as the tight ends coach. Before that, offensive quality control coach in 2020 and 2021, worked exclusively with the tight ends in 2021, assistant offensive coach with the Carolina Panthers from 2018 to 19, helping specifically with the tight ends. So you can say he's also tight end experience. So pretty good there. Essentially, again, these have all been in progress. These are all moves that were going to happen, just hadn't officially been happened or been able to happen because the new owners are still getting in, getting comfortable, getting their feet wet, wet as they sped up on the books uh, and the contract language is just in the National Football League. But Coach Vero was asked, now that these contracts are done, does this mean the door is open for new player contracts? Coach Rivera said that it does not necessarily mean new player contracts are coming down the pike. I mean, obviously, Cameron Curl, the safety, Chase Young, defensive end, Montez Sweat, defensive end, Antonio Gibson, running back. Like, There's a good amount of expiring contracts uh, that I know you guys are waiting on to hear news about. Uh, this does not necessarily open that door. Honestly, I don't think there are going to be any new player contracts in season as far as guys getting extended. Uh, could be wrong. That's just a feeling that I get, honestly, just around the organization. I'd say it won't happen. Just don't think that it will happen. What will happen, though, is a game. Week one, Arizona Cardinals visiting the Washington Commanders. That is happening Sunday. But what's the schedule look like between now and then? I'll tell you that coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders. And today's episode of Locked On Commanders brought to you by FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with the incredible offer from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers you can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. If you take my advice, you're then going to drop all 200 of those free bets and you're going to put them on Washington to beat the Arizona Cardinals. Just go money line. Don't be cute. Don't go spread. Don't go anything like that. Just go money line. And then if I'm right, if you're right, your winnings will turn into cash money as long as I'm not wrong and the commanders return to being the laughing stock in the NFL because they just lost a game to Joshua Dobbs and the Isaiah Simmons list Cardinals defense. Please don't let that happen. Plus, all customers, new or old, you bet $5, you get $100 off Sunday or NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. I myself took advantage of that deal and spent part of my holiday weekend watching four college football games all at once. It was beautiful. It was amazing. I didn't even know some of the teams. I didn't care because I was watching four games of football all at the same time. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can be bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you don't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Wrapping up today's episode of Locked On Commanders, the return of our Mailbag Tuesday episode. I appreciate everybody who submitted questions for this mailbag. If you want to submit more questions for future mailbags, just do so in the YouTube comments. Hit me on Twitter. Email me at LockedOnCommanders.com uh, at gmail.com or become a Locked On Commanders insider by going to JoinSubtext.com slash LockedOnCommanders. And if you are an insider, you already know your questions get priority. Speaking of Lock Insiders, Lock Insider Keith asked me, what is a normal game week schedule like for the Washington Commanders? So here's what a normal game is like. So typically Sunday is game day, right? So Sunday, the Washington Commanders win. That's that's the goal. Monday is a player day off. Coach Rivera has his press conference. If it's a road game, I anticipate that Monday press conference will be done via Zoom because travel arrangements are a little bit wonky and maybe not everybody's going to be back in time, all of those things. If it's a home game, I think this this week's home game, next Monday's press conference is in person. So we will all converge on Ashburn. And Coach Rivera will add, answer all of our questions. Uh, then Tuesday, players come in. They got treatments. They got meetings. They might have a walkthrough or something. Uh, I don't. Everything's a little bit different this year because EB is running the show for practice schedule, so it might be a little bit different. But from a media standpoint, typically we're not in Ashburn. We don't have any zooms this year. However, we may actually be getting some player access, so that's to be determined. That's not a promise. Don't don't quote me on that. But uh, I'm hearing some words on the winds that maybe we're getting some player access on Tuesdays. Might be in person. Might be over Zoom. We will see TBD on that, right? Wednesday, there's practice. Uh, Ron Rivera and quarterback Sam Howell will meet with us this Wednesday, and that pretty much will be the, the battle rhythm all Wednesday. Uh, every Wednesday, quarterback Sam Howell, this Wednesday at least, will be before practice. Not sure if that's going to be an every week thing. Again, Eric Bieniemy is running the schedule a little bit, so it's kind of new to us as well. Coach Rivera will meet with us Wednesday after practice, and then we will also have an open locker room after practice where players will or will not talk to us, depending on if Dax Millen continues to hide from me. Uh, we get to see part of practice, but we only get to see the individual drill part of practice. Thursday, we're back out at Ashburn for practice again. We've got press conferences. This time it's offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio. We ask them to tell us what their strategy is. They tell us, stop it, and nobody learns anything. Just kidding. They're pretty good. Open locker room again uh, uh, right around practice, and then we get to see practice again, individual drills only. Friday, another practice, but this one's an earlier practice, typically around 11.30 a.m., Ron Rivera speaks to us again after practice, and uh, we usually get a position coach. This week, we're scheduled on Friday to get quarterback coach Tavita Pritchard. Then we have an open locker room, but the players don't have any meetings, so typically that thing clears out pretty quick because they want to get to their time off before game day. Can't say that. I blame them. Official injury reports come out Wednesday and Thursday, and game status reports come out on Friday. This week, of course, we'll be looking out for Chase Young, Terry McLaurin. Uh, their early week status is on Wednesday, so we'll bring that to you after practice on Wednesday for week one against the Arizona Cardinals. And that is, for the most part, how that works. Now, again, Eric Bieniemy is running more of the show. Uh, this week is part of his assistant head coaching duties. So that could be tweaked uh, here and there. So, uh, you know, just bear with us and, and be a little bit patient. Also, before we, we uh, exit this mailbag, I do want to uh, give a shout out to Ben Standig of The Athletic. I had zero plans on looking at the NFL's transaction wire uh, today on Tuesday, but he did. And he noticed 
Jamison Crowder, veteran free agent wide receiver, visited the Commanders on Tuesday. Why, you ask? Well, I think they're pretty happy with the receiving group, but Jamison Crowder does have 777 career punt returns. So we know the team wanted to get more dynamic in the punt return game. We know they wanted to get more dynamic in the kick return game if they could. Kaz Allen kind of had some rookie moments, some UDFA rookie moments. We'll see. I don't know if it means you can expect Jamison to come in. I don't know, you know what it means, but maybe Dax Milne under a little bit more pressure uh, than we thought in the power return game. So we'll see if that turns into anything right now. It's just interesting, uh, but it could turn into something a little bit more interesting. Hopefully this mailbag has been interesting. I appreciate all the questions that came in coming up tomorrow on Wednesday. We are out at Ashburn for practice for the first time this week. We'll also get some game week news and we will get our first official practice report injury updates on Chase Young, Terry McLaurin, and everybody else officially official and much, much more. So, in, so make sure you come back from that. In the meantime, if you've got questions for future mailbags or comments, just throw them in the YouTube comment section. Hit me on Twitter. Email me at LockedOnCommanders at gmail.com or send them to me directly by becoming a Lock Insider at joinsubtext.com slash LockedOnCommanders. Your first two weeks are free. If you like it, stick around. If you don't, I appreciate you giving it a shot. Anyway, as always, thank you so much for making Locked On Commanders first listen of the day every day. Every day, I greatly appreciate you coming through on a regular basis like you do. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day, part of your routine. And until we speak again, please be safe, be kind, and I'll see you next time for another episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.